Welcome to Martha Runs the World, a podcast with a new take on running, fitness, and all things health-oriented. I'm Martha Hughes, your host, and each week I present a new topic that is of interest to all runners. Welcome to episode 238 of Martha Runs the World. Thank you so much for joining me. I have a special guest today. Jen DeVore is a runner, a mom, and a licensed practical nurse. She's also a huge fan of the show, and she's been listening ever since we started. She really is a big fan. And I've wanted to have her on the show for a while, so I'm really, really very happy to have her on. And stay tuned for after the interview when I talk a little bit about what's going on with my running. All right, here is Jen DeVore. Will you welcome to the show Jen DeVore? She's a runner, a mom, a licensed practical nurse, a PN, and she has been a big fan of the show for a long time. Hi, Jen. How are you? Good. I'm good. I'm enjoying the hot PA weather here. It's oh. so hot. <laughs> oh, you, you know, I, 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 I'm kind of jealous though because San Francisco gets so cold, especially this time of year. And yesterday we had some nice warm weather and now it's back to the cold. <laughs> oh, I, I'm a winter. I'm a cold weather runner. Um, I can do running in the heat, but I really run. Normally I run at like probably 5 a.m. before sunup. Mm. So you like the, you, you don't mind running in the snow then, I'm, I take it. No, I love the snow. It's great. Really? See that? Mm-hmm. I, I probably wouldn't mind it once I got used to it, but the cold is like, oh, I, and I know I, I do eventually want to move to the mountains, but it's like that cold. <laughs> right. Uh, it's going to take a while getting used to that, I think. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Well, I mean, I was born and raised on the East Coast here. So, you know, that's all I know is just, you know, like we call it, you know, the in PA, you could have the the four seasons in one day. I'm not even kidding. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. That's <laughs> I know. crazy. Now, it now, is crazy. Now you get, you get the humidity too though, right? Oh yeah. It's uh. like, it's not as bad as the Florida humidity, but it, some summers it's pretty bad. Yeah. That, that's the hard part. See, I don't mind the heat. Like mm-hmm. I don't mind dry heat. Um, like in the Valley we have here in the San Joaquin Valley or like in Nevada or someplace like, I don't mind that at all that I, I can take that heat. But um, like you said, like Florida where my stepmom lives <clears throat> or the East coast, mm-hmm. that humidity is just, Oh, you can't breathe. No, you can't. <laughs> No, definitely. I mean, it just you just want to just kind of swim through it, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's awful. It's harsh. Now, when did you start running? Well, so I'm 46 now, and I can say I'm in my mid to late 40s. I'm very proud of that as well, too. Um, but I started running 10 years ago when I was 36. What got you going? Why did you start running? Well, um, at that time I was probably about 15 pounds or so overweight and I had been, um, just kind of walking on the treadmill. I'd always been a little bit more active since I had my kids and everything like that. So, um, I just kind of started doing like a, kind of like a Jeff Galloway, like a walk run sort of thing. And then one of the, um, ultrasound techs that I work with 
had asked if I wanted to do a half marathon my first year running. And I was like, sure, why not? I mean, we'll, we trained for it together and everything. Um, and it's kind of like how I got my start. So that was must have been your first race then, right? Well, actually, I did a 5K that year, one of the local 5Ks in mm-hmm. a local town, one of the surrounding towns here. And then I did a half marathon, and then I ran the New York City Marathon um, for uh, the Estonian Medical Research Foundation um, within my first year running. So I kind of jumped the gun to begin with, <laughs> with wow. everything. What a what what a great race to run your first year though. You run the New York City Marathon. People try for years mm-hmm. to get into that one. Good for you. Oh, I love that race. It's a hard course. The bridges, they're not joking. The bridges are so like that's your hills and everything, but it's a tough course. Yeah. Yeah. But you have all that support. The whole course you have support. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I know. Everybody cheering you the whole time. How how oh, it's- magical that is. Oh, it's the best day to be in New York City, I think. Definitely. And the weather's usually nice that time of year too, right? It depends. Some years it's been super humid. Some years it's been really cold and windy. Um, I lucked out and the, I did, I've done it twice. I did it in 13 and 15. And 15 was an unusually warm year and 13 was about average. So like 45, 50 degrees, kind of windy and that, but it was still good. That's not bad. No, that's not bad. Now, you do a lot of uh, fundraising, a lot of running for dystonia. Can you tell us what that is? Sure. Um, so dystonia is what's called a movement disorder. It's in the um, the Parkinson's family. So everyone is familiar with um, Michael J. Fox. Um, he's an actor that has Parkinson's and has had for a number of years. He also had dystonia. So it can affect any muscle group of your body. Um, you can get it in your neck. Um, you can get it in your eyelids. You can get it in your um, hands, like a writer's cramp sort of thing, or there's just like a generalized dystonia. There is no known cure for it, and there's no really set way to kind of test for it. You kind of have to rule everything else out before you can kind of figure out that you have this then. Mm-hmm. Um, the good thing about this today, as compared to like 10 years ago, there's a lot more um, specialists who know about it. Um, and who can treat it and everything like that, too. That's really important. Do you mm-hmm. have it or do you, someone in your family have that? No, um, I didn't. I was only exposed to it because one of um, a friend of mine, her dad, actually, they thought he had it, but he didn't. But um, they thought he had dystonia and that was my end. So she was had been working with the, the Dystonia Medical Research Foundation there Um They've, they're based out of Chicago, um, and they've been around for over 40 years. Um, they do a lot with, um, like, fundraising to help find a cure, um, you know, with support groups, with education, studies. I mean, it's amazing. Um, and so they were looking to put together um, a team of runners to fundraise and run the New York City Marathon. And also, I was lucky enough to be part of that very first team that did that in 2013. That's really amazing. So you discovered this not very well-known disease because I had never heard of it outside of you. I think from you, it's the first time I had heard mm-hmm. of it. And you you discovered mm-hmm. it and just kind of latched onto it as something that you wanted to really help. That's really amazing. That's, that's, that's incredible, Jen. 
Well, it's, it's a very, I'm very passionate about it. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm very, it's one of the things that I, that I try to fundraise for. I mean, along with some other, you know, some other, um, localized, some other friends who have some, um, uh, one has an adoption agency, um, and, and help and things like that too, that I try to fundraise for. But, um, I met, um, a really amazing couple, um, Janice and Len, and Len, um, Neckbar, their daughter, um, Joel, Joanna actually had dystonia mm-hmm. and I met Len and Janice at the New York city marathon in 2013 and kind of just adopted them as like my, my mom and pop. I mean, they're my family, you know? Um, and we've kept in contact after all these years, Joanna, unfortunately, Joanna, excuse me, unfortunately passed away, mm-hmm. um, uh, a little over a year ago. And, um, from, from, uh, complications from, I think from COVID and that too. Um, but, um, I still keep in contact with her mom and dad and, um, there's, um, you'll see a, a picture on my Facebook profile, which is myself and, um, and Joanna. And in 2015, that was the one and only time that she came to do, um, the New York city marathon. I got to meet her in person. It was like one of the most life-changing events I've ever had. It just kind of sealed the deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think that's really remarkable. I would like to really help you with that. Uh, Jen will send me some links for it, and we'll have the links on the website at MarthaRunsTheWorld.com so you can check it out and read more about it and maybe help with, with uh, as much as you can with it. Is it passed on through genes? Is it hereditary, or, or do they not know how um, someone gets it? I honestly don't know because I mean I know just that little bit what I told you and everything like that too. I'm sorry to say that, but um, if they get on to um, it's www.dmrf.org, and I'll put then I'll send that link to you. Um, they can read all about um dystonia and um they, you know, you can donate if you want to. You can purchase um, you know, um gear and things like that Mm -hmm. that go the proceeds that go to help. Um, with the foundation and everything like that. After you got done mm-hmm. with your first marathon, how did your running goals change? Did you decide that this was this was something that you wanted to do the rest of your life then, right? Or- yes, because they say that when you do your first marathon, it's life-changing. It's, and it was. I was like, okay, I, I can do this. Because <laughs> I didn't think I could at first. I mean, 26.2 miles is a lot of miles to run on the road and everything like that too. Um, I kind of just wanted to, um, I knew I wanted to do another marathon, but I think in 2014, I ran a, um, a half marathon kind of just didn't really train for much of anything just kind of kept it nice and light and fun. And then in 15 that I decided to fundraise for the DMRF again and run New York city another time then because I was asked to as well. And it was just, I could, it's one of those like life-changing opportunities. How many times are you going to get to say you run the New York City Marathon? Not once, but twice. I mean, you have to, you just have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like you, yeah. Yeah. You have to, <laughs> that's a definite mm-hmm. must. Right. For sure. Um, right. Are you training for anything right now? Um. Well, I actually do have, um, if you want to, you yes, I am. Oh. Um, so in no, in November, um, I'm doing um, a road run, which is um, the 50k distance, which is 31 miles. I'm raising money for the Dwell um, 
Dwell Orphan um, Foundation. Um, they are a local. Um, they help um, foster foster parents, foster families, um, and adopted parents and families, and that too in Lycoming County in Pennsylvania, North Central PA. So I will. I'm going to, in fact, um, get together with the um, the foundation director. She's a really good friend of mine, Jennifer Lake, and um, and see what they what funds what they need money for so I can focus my fundraising on that. I did that last year as a first um as a first year thing and it was utterly amazing. I had a goal of raising I think maybe five thousand dollars. I think I raised maybe like eighteen hundred dollars, I think. That's not exact, but it still was pretty good. So um I decided that's gonna be a yearly thing and um I can't do a whole lot of racing in the fall because I still have um I have two kids in sports. Um, I have a daughter who runs um, college cross country and plays softball in the spring. And then I have my son who runs cross country um, for his local high school in the fall as well. So I don't want to miss anything. Look at that. <laughs> I was going to ask if your kids run and there you go. What an influence you are to your yes. children. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um my oldest daughter, Johanna, is 19. She'll be 20 in October, and she plays softball for um, Pennsylvania College of Technology. She is a left-handed pitcher, and she ran her first year of um, cross-country last year for Penn College. Um, she's She really stepped out of her comfort zone, and she runs some. We've done some 5Ks, some races and things like that together, and um, and she's I mean, she's pretty good at it, And um, but she's an amazing softball player. Wow. And then wow. my son, yeah. He's, oh, she's so cool to watch. It's so cool watching your kids doing, <laughs> especially college sports. Oh, it's great. Um, and then my son is 17 um, and he runs, he's a distance, he likes distance like his mom. So he runs um, cross country. So they do the five, the boys do the 5K distance then. And then in track, he ran on um, the 800, the mile and the two mile. Oh wow, that's that's terrific. That's really good. Cross country is yeah. fun too. I mean, I I oh, certainly so wouldn't, wouldn't appreciate it when I was a kid, but I mean, you get to go through, you know, uh, on the grass and over the over the walls mm-hmm. and over over the rocks mm-hmm. and all that st- kind of stuff. I mean, that's what I you know. do as a kid anyway, right? Right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and your trails out there uh they're really super technical on the East Coast. We don't really have the same kind of trails here that you guys have out there. Uh, I wanted to ask you too, that in Pennsylvania, you should post pictures and the woods and the mountains and the trails are so beautiful there. My gosh, you live in a gorgeous area. <laughs> yes, we, um, we're so lucky in that where I live, I'm about um, an hour and a half, two hours from Harrisburg PA and the Appalachian trail goes through. That's part of the, where the Appalachian trail goes through PA mm-hmm. and Pennsylvania is called Rocksylvania for a reason because <laughs> the rocks are ridiculous out here. <laughs> so ridiculous. Oh, we have, um, we have some really neat trails. Um, like you guys have like the, um, like I, I read the book "Um Wild" by um Cheryl Strayer about the PCT. Yeah, and I've seen the movie and everything like that too. Yeah. That's um, that's a oh, I would love to run and hike out there. That is gorgeous. Yeah. Um, but here, um, we have um, we have a few trail. We have a lot of trails, but local one that I run on a lot is the Loyal Sock Trail, and the trailhead is probably about fifteen minutes 
um, from where I live at. Um, it has, it's 59, a little over 59 miles. And you have rocks galore, you have vistas, um, you know, some crazy descent, some like some hard, hard um, uh, climbs and everything like that. I mean, it's it's crazy, but um, it's where we run out a lot. So, um, you know, and a lot of races are along a lot out of our local trails in this area mm-hmm. here as well, too. So, um yeah, and the trail community mm-hmm. is great here too. I bet, I bet, and uh, yeah, you have a lot of rocks, a lot of roots. the The trails are oh, yeah. are just super technical and hard. I mean, I I did mm-hmm. a race in here in in the Santa Cruz Mountains, and it it's the it was technical, but nothing like you guys have out there. Nothing at all <laughs> like like that. It's like no, no, we don't have technical <laughs> trails here. We have elevation that maybe you guys don't have. Oh. But we well, we don't have. Technical. No, we don't. <laughs> That's so much harder. <laughs> so much harder. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's just the it's just such a beautiful, beautiful part of, of the country. If there's a piece of advice you would give to your younger self, what what would that be? That I probably should have done trail running um to begin with, as long with along with road running, because one does enhance the other, and I'm more of a trail runner than I am a road runner. Um, I run roads because I have access to them. I have there's hills everywhere, so I can always get some vert, no matter where I go. But um, I'm as I'm aging here, um, you know, I'm finding that trails are a lot more. They're a lot funner to be on. Honestly, I mean, you know, you can like seriously, you pay what whatever. Say you pay like. 40, 50 bucks for, um, you know, an entry fee. I'm going to eat my, I'm going to eat my money's worth in that too, while running, not a problem whatsoever. Yeah, it's true. It's true. They are more fun. It's just, just being out on the trail is just, is just more peaceful and and more fun. Mm -hmm. And and it's, it's a little harder, but, but just not so painful on your your feet and your legs. No, it's right, right, right. Yeah, it's way more fun. It is. Yeah, it's it's right. true. I mean, we all have to run on. Well, most of us have to run on roads because it's we have we can't. I mean, I can't get to the trails every day, but once a week I can get to mm-hmm. the trails. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Me too. Me too. Just because time constraints. I mean, yep. if I have to do, if I can't get on trails, I'm gonna do a, a really hilly uh, road run. Then that kind of equivalates to one mm-hmm. to the other then too. And yeah, yeah. hills are speed break in disguise. So I'm still doing, you know, everything I was, you know, I'd be doing with the workout on trails too. Just maybe just a little bit, maybe a little bit faster, maybe a little bit slower, but I can still do this, almost the same things there. Yeah, that's a really good point. That that is is a really, really good point. And and I you know, I ran roads most of my life and I hiked. But I never thought of running on the trails. Isn't is, that's just the weirdest thing, you know? I hiked, I, I back, know. I backpacked, I hiked, I ran, I camped, and I never thought of running on the trails. It's just like Martha, what is wrong with you? <laughs> 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 I just never thought about that. It wasn't until I had my friend Michael who said introduced me to to uh, trail running and and well I well uh, he. I guess I, I met him in a running group and he said, do you ever mm-hmm. run on trails? And I said, no. And I said, you got to try it. You know? And so 
he said, he said, well, don't worry. I'll take, I'll drive you up to some trails. And so he drove me up to some trails and that's where I started. And I just, I'd never, right. it was like this revelation. Isn't it just, it's just it's weird. I, know, I get it. So I, I so get it too. I know. I know. It's very, very strange how, how I just did not equate to me. I don't know. Took, took my whole life to find it, but that's okay. We found it. That's the important part. <laughs> so what has been your favorite race so far? Oh, one of my favorite trail races is the Heiner View Challenge in Heiner, Pennsylvania. That's H-Y-N-E-R. Um, so this is put on by um, one of our, it's a local race here, um, and it sells out within minutes. I'm not even kidding. You have to, they do the registration about a year out, and it sells out. There's a 25K and a 50K. Mm-hmm. So the 25K has about 4,600 feet of elevation. Um, and the 50 K I think has maybe close to 8,000 feet of elevation. Wow. That's crazy. Um, and that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it is a lot. It's really, it's a, it's a great race. Um, it's people come back and do it from year to year to year. People just come up just to volunteer, you know, just to come to hang out for the day. People show up and like, Hey, what do you need me to do? Um, you know, because it's like a big family atmosphere too. Um, the food when you get done, oh man, it is so good. Like there's um, pizza and like uh, barbecue chicken and hot dogs and all that kind of stuff. And then the local church ladies bake desserts, which are mm. so good after <laughs> after running yeah. like twenty after running sixteen miles in that too. Um, the same people, it's like the same people come back year to year to do the aid sponsor the aid stations and everything like that too. It's just it was my first trail race and it's re- it's one of the hardest ones. Um, and it's pretty technical and everything like that too, but um, it's one of my all time favorites. How fun. How fun. Now you've done a couple ultras, right? Yes, I have. I've done three ultras. Okay. What's the farthest you've done so far? Um, well, I actually ran um, 50 miles at um, my friend's, my friend um, Eric Kosek um, has the the um, he's has the brand the Idiot Runner. So an Idiot Runner is that we're smart enough to know how dumb this really is. It's so true. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Oh my goodness! What a fun. That sounds like so, a fun races. Oh, it is. He puts on an event at his home twice a year. Um, January and July. And um, last year, the July event was the Flaming Idiot 50. <laughs> so he, it. so it's a, it's a loop rate. It's a loop event. So it's a four mile loop. And um, I ran 50 miles last year. That's terrific. Good for you. Congratulations. Thank that's, you. That's awesome. That, and, and I love loop. I love timed events or looped events like that. I love that. What was oh, yeah. that? Uh, that was a 12 hour or 24 hour. Or was there a time? Is, well, was, it, there no time frame on it or anything. It's like a 4.1 mile loop. Mm-hmm. And so the eight station was like his back, his backyard and everything okay. like that too. Okay. Um, and it was, you know, you could, they had all kinds of food there and everything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And people, Every, all the other um, idiot runners helping one another out and everything like that. People just stick around just to hang out. I mean, it's a big, just a big party. Family. It was a big party. Oh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, we all hang out and just chat and just, you know, eat and, you know, catch up and everything like that. It's great. It's they're 
there are two, um, the two events that I do usually, um, there are two events that I do definitely, um, because I know a lot of the, the idiot runners in that too. And I'm an idiot runner. So, um, it's just, it's so much fun. That sounds like a blast. I love that kind of events. That's why I like the timed events just because you sign up for one and you can, you can go, you can, you can be real serious and do a really do as many miles as you can, or you can take it casual or you can just go out and do whatever you want. And that you have a loop. Of, oh yeah. You know, I love those. And it, it usually just winds up being a big party and everyone just has fun and you go out and do oh, your yeah. miles and just have a good time. Yeah. I love those. Those are my favorite, exactly. favorite events. <laughs> and that's kind of like, that's kind of like the MO of this too, is like, you can come up and do one loop you can come up and do mm-hmm. five loops You come up and, you know, do three or four loops and go back out and do some more then. Yeah. You know, you don't have to do any, you don't have to do any set number. Yep. You know, you can just come up just to hang out for the day too. I mean, it's great. Yeah. Those are nice. It's, it's so nice. And a lot of times the, it's the relaxed atmosphere makes it really fun. So you don't, you don't oh, yeah. have to worry about cutoff times. You don't have to worry about if you got lost and missed the turn or something. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause nobody really cares who finishes last, who finishes, mm-hmm. you know, there's an overall like male and female winner and everything like that too, which is, so, which is so cool to see, but yeah. I mean, you know, it's all, it's a, it's a lot of fun. I mean, if you finish last, that's the best place to do it at because you'll have a whole people team of people cheering you on and everything like that. It's great. That is true. That is true. I, I remember finishing at 50 K and the only person who was left was the, I was the, I was DFL. My only time I've got, I've been DFL. The only person who was left was the, was the race director and his assistant. Everyone else had left. So that was, that was really, oh, that's great. Yay. <laughs> hey, right. at least I finished within the time period. That's all I care about. I, I, I didn't, I didn't miss the cutoff. So that's all I cared about right. that day. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that, that sounds like a really, really fun, fun event. So the, the idiot, what is idiot race? Idiot runners? Idiot runner, idiot runner. So, um, idiotrunner.com is, um, you can find cool. some great swag on there too. There's shirts, there's hats, there's coffee mugs, all kinds of great stuff. Um, you know, really should check it out. Right on. That sounds awesome. So now I always ask this question to my running guest. My last question, is there a race anywhere in the world, regardless of qualified Talk, Martha, regardless of qualification or time limit or cost of travel that you would like to run. We'll be right back. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we are the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. Oh boy. Um, probably one of the marathon, like either like the San Francisco marathon or the, um, cause the, the, um, the, the, the terrain is just gorgeous and Western States, of course, would be a great one too, yeah. or yeah. even the Vermont, 
there even the Vermont 100 would be great too, just because it's pretty close, but it's so pretty and everything too. Yeah, I've heard that Vermont one's t- really tough too. I mean, it's a good it's a good mm-hmm. course. It's in more technical trail train <laughs> running too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be really really neat. That's that's a, that would be an interesting one, and no one's ever chosen that, so that's that's good. That's that's a first. The San Francisco Marathon is tough. I did that once. There's a lot of hills for a marathon, a road marathon. There's a lot of hills in that one. That's a tough one. But how it, many? It, how much feet of elevation do you have with that? How much gain do you oh, have? Do you I don't. I don't know. I don't because it's been years ago, and I kind of suffered okay. through. I was. I would did it with IT band problems, so it was a little little oh. bit of pain. <laughs> I mean, I did. I I finished. Right. I finished, but, um, but I don't remember what it was, but for road marathon, there was a lot, it was a lot of elevation gain, but it's, it's a, it's, it's a good one. It's expensive. You know, I, I actually was thinking about doing one of the halves because you can do the full or you could do the first half and go over the Golden Gate Bridge or the second half. And Mm -hmm. if you do one of the halves, it, it was like, it, what was it? It was like $200 for half, $200. Oh. I, I was like, Oh my God, no. So I'm going to do the gold. I'm going to do um, the golden gate half in November, which is like 125. So I said, okay, that's, that's about, that's reasonable. I can do that. So I'll do that in yeah. November. So that's, that. Okay, cool. So yeah, that's, so that'll be fun. I mean, but like $200 for half for 13 miles. It's like that's that's the difference between trail running and and a road marathon in a big city, a road half marathon mm-hmm. in a big city. For two hundred dollars, right. I can do a hundred miler. You know? <laughs> right, exactly, and that's about how much they run here. We um we actually have um a hundred mile race which is coming up in about a little more than a month. Um, called Eastern States and. Um, that's a, that's a hundred mile race. And I, I'm actually, um, providing medical for one of the aid stations for that too, because as much as I love to run, I love to volunteer. Um, there's like three, this is would be my third time volunteering this year. I volunteer for the, uh, uh, world's end, um, ultra marathon. Um, and I also volunteer for the, uh, sharp top, um, 25 K 50 K. So I like to give back as much as what I can yeah. too. Nice. Very nice. So the Eastern States is, that's one of the ones that's tough to get into too. That'll have a really, really good fast runners in that one. Yes. Yeah. It's a great race. Um, it's really tough and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, it's one of, um, one of the, it's one of the toughest, I think in, yeah. this, in this area and our state and everything too for Pennsylvania. So Fun. you want to get Pennsylvania rocks, do do that. You'll get a lot of Pennsylvania rocks. I can imagine. Well, maybe not because I'm not <laughs> used to that. But yeah, that, that's tough running there. That is really tough. Mm-hmm. When I when we were stuck at home with COVID, I followed a couple uh, through, through hikers, through backpackers who were doing the Appalachian trails and they were complaining about how many rocks mm-hmm. there were in Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> But you know, I guess, I guess that's that's just how the geology of the of the state is. But but all that rock uh, it crumbles into into lush lush soil and creates the beautiful countryside you have. So you know, have to have mm-hmm. one can't have one without the other. So it's all good. very true. Yep, yep. And 
I can't wait to see more pictures of your runs and where you go because it's so <laughs> beautiful. It really is beautiful. I've never been to Pennsylvania, so I have to visit oh. one day. I do have to visit. It's, it's, I've been to New York. I've been oh, to, you have to too. New England, but I've never been to Pennsylvania. So that is definitely on my list. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You should come out here and run a and run a race. I could I, give you a. I could give you some. You know. I should. I really I should. Some, yeah. Yeah. I. Oh, I know for sure you can. Absolutely, I know. Well, thank. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me, and I best of luck sure. on your races coming up and and your race in November, and we'll get a link for that as well and. We'll also, when it gets closer to it, you can send a link and, and I'll mention it on the show so that we can get you some uh, people to donate uh, for Dwell uh, Orphan Foundation. So, because uh, I know that's, oh, that's thank important. Oh, so much. Of course. Yeah. We'll definitely get, get some, get, get the word out for you. And um, I hope you have great runs and a great rest of your day. And thank talk, you. And talk soon. Okay. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, thank you so much, Jen, for being on the show. That was really fun. Love talking to you. That was excellent. And best of luck on all your races. I know you're going to rock it, and I can't wait to hear all about it. Really. Anytime a runner is on the show as a guest, I just root for them, and I look forward to all their future races. It's so exciting to hear their plans and to follow them on Facebook or Instagram or wherever they they like to post, because I do follow them and I do cheer them on. And my races are getting a little bit more important. I don't have that many, but I do have some coming up. I am going to be traveling more, especially next year. I plan to do a few big, maybe three, four big races. I have a very, very big race in, in a year from this September I'm going to do. At least that's the plan right now. So I, I'm working towards that. And all the races that I'm going to do up until that point will be as a culmination to that race. So I will give you more information as we go along about that. And I'll tell you all about my training and everything as it goes along. At least I have something to look forward to now and to train towards. And it's it's just so exciting to be able to go run. I ran home from work tonight. I work on every other weekend, and, and this is a Sunday, so I ran home from work. And it was just a beautiful day. I ran, walked. I didn't. I, I ran one minute and walked three minutes. I'm down to that point. I'm almost to the point where now I can run without the the walking breaks. Almost there. It's getting to that. It's getting closer. So it's really, really cool. I'm excited. It's getting better. I'm losing weight, trying to keep my rungries in order. <laughs> that's kind of uh, that's kind of hard, but. Everything is coming together, and I'm working very, very hard at it. I did run at the gym as well Friday, and my treadmill run was excellent. It was really fun. All right, Martha, you never thought you'd say that, did you? <laughs> I never thought that I would think a treadmill run was fun. But every time I've done that, this is the third time I've run on the treadmill at the gym, I've had a blast. It's really fun. All right, so I've... I've 
probably going to have to do a, uh, an episode on treadmill running and how to make it fun because this is a new experience for me. I've never had fun on a treadmill run before. I've always found it exceedingly boring. And wow, it's just really fun. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to repeat myself anymore. Everything for, I'm going to have all of Jen's links on the website, MarthaRunsTheWorld.com. And Patreon is on there. So if you want to become a Patreon patron, it will really help out the, the show a lot. You can even just send in two bucks a month or five bucks a month, and it would really, really help out a lot. I don't talk about it much because I don't really like to talk about money very much, but it, it would really help out the show if you could spare a little bit of money. But anyway, that's all I'm saying there. And if you want to email me, it's MarthaRunsTheWorld at gmail.com. And that's it, so let's tie up our shoelaces and go for running.